Hey everybody, it's Randy Cardoon. Welcome back to a new edition of Talking About Cars here on our SoundCloud account. It's great to welcome back one of the co-hosts of Wheeler Dealers, Mike Brewer to the microphone. Mike talks about the cars that made him the car guy he is today. My love of cars and my car history comes really from my dad, like most young lads, I, I would imagine. And uh, my, my dad was a, a famous car customizer back in the UK during the 70s. He had a custom shop. And so I would spend most of my time down a custom shop with my dad in the summer holidays. I had no interest, really, other than handing him his wrench and he had it back to me. I'd clean it and put it back in the tool chest. Uh, but I grew up with V8 engines on the on the dining room table, rear axles from Jaguars, uh, stepping over them in the hallway. Uh, my dad airbrushing renegade Indian chiefs on the hoods of Broncos, uh, you know, in the, in the hallway. I, I grew up around that kind of stuff. Um, and then when I got to the driving age, I needed a, a car really quickly because I found these girls. <laughs> and girls, you need a car. Yeah. Uh, so um, me, you know, quite a small young lad back then, uh, I went for a Mini, so an original Mini. It was an 850cc, so it didn't have a, a very big engine. Did it impress the girls as much then as it, it does did, now? It, that doesn't matter. As long as it had, a, it had a, a roof and it had four windows, you could you could go up to the common or the park with a girl in a car and... and um, <laughs> I, I should should I edit this there. part out? Yeah, you should edit. Okay, it. great. Go I ahead. Stop there. No, but you could, you know, it was being independent. It was, independent. Better, than scooter, it was better than the scooter. I had a scooter before, then you could, you know, it's useless on the back of the saddle. So um, I had a, I, I wanted a car. You know, I needed a car. Uh, so fortunately, uh, I had my great dad, you know, to help me. So I got myself a little mini. It was a tired little thing, uh, and the uh, the mini. I used to uh, drive it around everywhere, uh, and I thrashed this little car to, to within an inch of its life. Until it, uh, but I loved it, and I was parked outside my sister's house, and her neighbour drove into the car and wrote it off. So uh, I got paid out by the insurance company, and when I went to collect the cheque from the insurance company, the written-off Mini, my car, was parked out the back. So I asked what they were doing with it, and they said they're going to sell it for scrap metal. So I offered to buy it back. So I bought it back off them for just ten dollars, uh, and then I, me and my dad together rebuilt it, and we did such an amazing job. We made it better than it was the first time, uh, and I, I ended up selling it to a friend of mine for more money. So I thought to myself, well, that that was kind of good. I've made some money here, and I've I'm got sensing money. a pattern here. Yeah, mm -hmm. so maybe I'll, maybe I'll. I'll have a, I'm 17 years of age, and I thought, well, maybe I'll have a go at doing this again. So I bought another car, it's a Morris, uh, and I bought that car, and me and my dad did a little bit of work on it, I fixed it up, and I sold it to another friend. And uh, and I made more money doing that than, say, the manager of my bank. And I thought, well, that was kind of easy, I think I'll do that again. And that's really what started me off in the car trade. What are you driving now? Uh, these days, I'd like to say to the audience, you know, I'm driving a Bentley GT convertible or a Phantom drophead, but no, I'm not. No, I'm just driving an ordinary SUV that I get from, uh, especially in LA, you know, I, I get supplied a, a hire car, so I'm just driving around in the Suburban. Oh, what about back uh, in England? Back Isn't in England. What's in your garage? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's in my garage back in England? I've got a 1967 Mustang Fastback. Beautiful little car. I've got a 1967 uh, Chevy Camaro, uh, 1968, sorry, Chevy uh, Camaro, as you say here, SSRS. 
Uh, one owner car from new, really uh, happy about that. 396, uh, big block, four-speed, nice car. Uh, I've also got 1960 Bedford uh, little van, which is a wonderful little antiquated uh, van. And um, I actually own quite a sizable car dealership in the middle of England uh, called Mike Brewer Motors, and uh, I've got a large stock of cars that I can just choose from. Car you um, that you once had that you wish you had back? Oh, right. Okay, that's a great question. The car I once had, wish I had back, would the, uh, probably be my Mini. You know, I can remember that car just being... If nobody out there, you know, the American audience, I know that they, they're used to seeing, especially here in, uh, in L.A., you're used to seeing the current Mini. You know, the current Mini is a, a very popular car here. But if you've never driven an original Mini... Uh, I urge everyone out there, it should be on your bucket list. It should be one of the things you do. Uh, Alex Cizagonis uh, designed that car, and it's an incredibly amazing design. It can get four full-size adults in it. Even Ed can fit in a Mini. Seriously, you yeah. can fit in a Mini. Yeah. Absolutely. And they are just epic to drive. It is the closest you can get to being in a street-legal go-car, even with a 1,000cc engine. They are amazing little cars. I can't imagine a simple answer to this next question since you have seen so many cars, but is there a car out there that you really want that you haven't had? Uh, yeah, there's too many. There's lots of cars. Me and Ed have got this huge list of cars that we want to do in the future. There's a few cars that keep popping up, you know, time and time again. Uh, there's cars that we are now becoming, unfortunately, because of the world of the classic car and the collector's car, is still a bubble that's exploding. Unfortunately, some of these cars are becoming unobtainable and, you know, they're being priced out of the market. Uh, but there's cars like, um, you know, a Hemi Cuda. We'd, we'd love to, to do one of those. We've still got huge desire to do one, but now they're making over 100 grand. The, the, the figures don't really stack up. Ed's got this, he'll tell you about it separately, but he's got this... Uh, huge passion to do a cord feet and and you know up until actually being around ed and being around those cars now i understand why you know they are just epic you know it's a car that we must do dusenberg you know that kind of stuff um and uh, you know to bring it back down to more humble cars uh that mean something to me uh we've we've already done in the series we did a mark one ford escort uh but we I think we need to do uh, more of those kind of cars, like a Ford Capri. We need to revisit that and do another one of those, uh, possibly a Mark II Ford Escort, which, you know, hopefully we've got one coming up in the future. Is that to, not to be confused with the Mercury Capri? It's not. No, no. This is a Ford Capri. It's like the, it was like the English version of uh, the Mustang. Okay. So it was a poor man's Mustang for the European market. Mm -hmm. Really cool car. Uh, small engines, you know, 1.6 litre engines. They did a 2 litre engine, and in their run out years, they had a, a 2.8 V6, which was an amazing engine. Uh, so, you know, I think me and Ed need to venture back into those as well. Mike Brewer from the show Wheeler Dealers. And yes, in future weeks, Ed China will join us once again and give us the cars he grew up with.